Hello, and welcome to episode number one of Prosperity by the Pint. I am your host, Bryce Carter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, Certified Investment Management Analyst, and Self-Proclaimed Millennial Money Expert. This is the podcast where we talk about money, investing, business, and life success, all while having a cold beer. The goal of this podcast is to provide practical advice and dialogue about all topics, money, business, and investing related. Throughout the next few episodes, I'm going to be talking to some some young badasses in their self uh, in their industries and their chosen fields, and we're going to be getting some insights into what has made them successful, what drives them to be successful, and hopefully get some tips on how we can all be a little bit more successful ourselves. So this first episode, because in this episode we do have a cold beer every single episode, I am drinking Alaskan Brewing uh, Smash Galaxy Double IPA. It's a single malt, single hop. It is, I've had this before, it's an 8.5% alcohol, 16 ounces, 12 ounces of deliciousness. All right, that is very good. So this very first episode, I wanted to talk about my generation. Not the greatest generation, not the forgotten generation, but my generation. Perhaps one of the most criticized generations that America's ever had. Now, every generation gets criticized by the older generations as being lazy and, and entitled. But our generation, I think, gets hit harder on these factors than anybody else. And I'm here to tell you that I don't think that that is warranted at all. Now, there's some things about every single generation that stand out. Uh, the baby boomers, the greatest generation, they all have their little nuances. Millennials, we've been given a bad rap. And again, we've had a lot of disadvantages. Uh, I'm going to talk about that first financially, but we've had a lot of advantages as well. And uh, that's lead, led us to do some, some pretty great things. We're perhaps the most disruptive generation that this country's ever seen. And I think that's uh, that says a lot. So some of the disadvantages. So USA Today came out last year with an article that talked about what millennials are making. So the median household income for millennials is about $40,000, 40K a year, which is 20% less than baby boomers at this stage in life when they were our age. So I say that again, 20% less Okay, 40,000, 20% less. That is outstanding. Not to mention we're better educated. More, far more of us have a bachelor's degree, have associate's degree, have those kinds of educations, uh, by the way, which most of us paid for via student loans. So we have those expenses going on. Not only do we have 20% less in income, but we have many of us student loans. So we're more educated than our counterparts. Our, our baby boomer parents and, and the greater generation, but we're making far less. Now, there's a lot of factors that go into this, but I, I'll tell you as a, as a financial planner that works with hundreds of people, um, many, many baby boomers more or less got wiped out by the Great Recession. Uh, not, not entirely, but it set them back many years in their retirement uh, planning. So what they didn't end up doing is retiring when they were supposed to. And with regard to that, that didn't open up the jobs for, for my generation. We were coming of age during the Great Recession. So we expected to, to graduate from college and get some good high-paying jobs, and, and the baby boomers didn't move on. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just giving giving the reasons why, at least some of them that I believe on. So student loans uh, also factor in, right? So 
you need to have experience in order to get a job and you need to have education now. So many of our parents were able to uh, get a job right out of high, high school, making a pretty good, uh, pretty good living. Um, now a bachelor's degree is more or less entry level. Um, so a lot of us have student loans. So that leads to my next fact, which the same USA Today article that came out. We have 20% less income, mind you, but at our age, compared to the baby boomers at, at, at our age, our net worth is 56% less, okay? So 56% less, more than half the net worth of our parents when they were our age. Now, this is exasperated by the fact that, okay, if you go to college, it takes four years to graduate, well, more times than not, it takes five or six, but it takes four, four years to graduate, so you start working at, a, at a, a big boy or big girl job a little later. You have those student loans, so you have less time saving. So this is this leads to a situation in which our financial situation is not nearly as good as our parents was at, at, at this time. Now, benefits. Another thing that 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 is not as good for us. I'm going to take a little sip of my uh, my Smash Galaxy Double IPA here. Benefits are not nearly as good for us. So in 1980s, in the 1980s, uh, about 60% of private companies had a pension and provided a pension. That pales in comparison uh, to today. 4%, 4% of private companies. So from 60 to 4% have pensions. Not to mention the health insurance and those other factors that weigh in. So you add all these things up. We have less income. We're starting working later because we're going to college, which has led us to have student loans, and our benefits are worse. So millennials are, are, are knocked for being uh, entitled and lazy, but I don't think it's warranted. Uh, I'll tell you, we have some disadvantages, but we have some really big advantages. So I want to get into all that. So in many cases, I think we've learned from many of the estate mistakes of the past and, and the previous generations. So uh, NerdWallet, um, uh, they put out an article recently that said that millennials are actually one of the best generations at saving. Uh, the average millennial parent, so these are a little bit more established millennials, uh, they're, they're married in many scenarios, have kids, and they have those those big boy, big girl jobs, are saving about 10% of their income for retirement. Pretty good. Gen X is saving 8%. And the baby boomers, the baby boomers who are the highest paid in our economy, are saving about 5% of their income. So, Millennials are saving 10% of their income for retirement, Gen X 8%, and baby boomers 5%. Now, this is millennial parents, again, so more established, more responsible. I, you hope they're more responsible than their parents. As one, I'm, I'm speaking from experience there. Uh, so the study noted that, that millennials were much more likely to report making sacrifices in order to be able to save, which means you know, uh, skipping out on dining out or going to the movies, vacations, etc., in order to make sure they're saving that 10% for retirement. So we might be making less, we might have more debt, but we're doing a good, better job of saving. I think that's a, that's a pretty substantial fact. Uh, and, you know, makes me pretty proud to be a millennial. It also appears that uh, millennials are making a lot of other uh, good financial decisions. So T. Roy Price had a study recently that showed that 75% of millennials track their expenses carefully and set a budget. 
This is uh, compared to 64% of baby boomers, which essentially means that we're doing a better job of, of, of minding our expenses, not going into debt, further into debt, um, and and we're living inside of your means, living inside of a budget. That, to me, doesn't seem like a lazy, entitled generation, but that's just this guy, one guy talking here. Now, I think a big reason for this is, is technology-related. So it's a little easier now to, uh, to, to balance uh, a budget and balance expenses, in part because of technology. So we have a lot of apps out there. Um, Mint.com is a, a really cool resource that allows you to track your expenses. It automates things. And so this is, this is different than our parents' generation having to go in and physically uh, balance a checkbook. I would wager to guess that many millennials uh, can't balance a checkbook. I, uh, I don't necessarily think that there's a reason to do that anymore unless you're regularly writing checks. So I don't balance my checkbook because I never write checks. But the point of this is to say that technology, mint.com, expense tracking apps, things like that have made it a lot easier to live within your means and, and, uh, and watch those kind of things. I'd also say that it's a little easier for us as millennials to get accurate financial information. If you flash back to the mid eighties, the, the, the heyday of the stockbroker, the Gordon geckos of the day, and they're, they're trying to pitch and sell the highest flying stock. And really that's how most people invested at the time. If you were investing is, is probably not the most uh, transparent, ethical or qualified advice, right? Well, today you can go online and Google just about any financial question that you have and get reasonably accurate answers. How much to contribute to a Roth IRA? What type of investing should I be doing? You can get general information. So information about what you should be doing financially is extremely attainable. It's at our fingertips, right? So this puts us in a, uh, a situation in which we, we have the tools necessary to make the right decisions. So, you know, going forward, I think, Another thing to keep in mind is that millennials, we may not have the best salary paying jobs, right? Our parents are holding those, but we have some other uh, opportunities for making income. It has never been easier today than today to make a side hustle, to make side income. We have more options for making side income than than ever before. Whether it's it's driving for uh, Uber or Lyft or uh, selling products on Etsy or doing some consulting, doing some side programming, designing, uh, f- filming, videography, whatever it may be, it is the the opportunities are endless for a side hustle, rental properties, uh, renting out your spare room for Airbnb. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there about side hustles, so I don't want to get too much into that. I mean, uh, watch Gary V if you want to, that, that guy's got some great ideas for side hustles, but there's a lot of ways for us to make money that don't involve nine to five, right? So that gives us some serious advantages. So if we take a look at all these different, different factors, um, you know, the fiscal scenario might not be as bad as we thought. So another advantage that I think that we have as millennials is uh, we have come of age in a time of historic low interest rates. Another sip of beer here. What that means is that we've been able to borrow at ultra low rates. So you buy a house, you buy a car. I mean, I, I remember when I was graduating from college, most of the auto manufacturers had and 0% financing on new cars, not to say you should buy a new car, but that has been nice. When our parents were, were buying their first houses, many of them were double-digit interest rates on those mortgages, so we've had that. The last thing I'll tell you is that 
we as millennials, because we're graduating, becoming financially uh, stable at a later time in life, typically after uh, after college, our divorce rate is actually a fraction of the baby boomers. So the divorce rate has dropped over 18% in the last decade. And experts attribute that to millennials waiting longer to get married. And we're just not getting divorced like, uh, like our parents' generation did, which is pretty cool. So our generation, like previous generations, has its issues. Yeah, we're used to having information and, and answers at our fingertips, but that's been a good thing. It's, I think, led to us being better savers, uh, being smarter investors, which I'm going to talk about more in the, the upcoming ep- uh, episodes. Um, we've also been disruptors. Things like you know uh, Airbnb and, and uh, Lyft and Uber, those are all created by maybe not necessarily millennials, but certainly younger people. So these technologies have allowed us to be uh, better investors, better educated, uh, more financially responsible, even healthier with fitness tracking and things like that. So not to mention all these other opportunities that we have for, for side income. So millennials, yes, we have taken a little bit of a, 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 of a, fl- a flack from the older generations, and they took it from the older generations too. But I'm here to say that although we have some major disadvantages – we have some major advantages, which is why as what I, I self-proclaim successful and millennial uh, is going to have some other successful millennials and young people on this podcast to talk about success and business and investing and, and trying to motivate people to overcome the disadvantage that we have and take advantage of the things that we do have in order to be financially independent. So with that being said, Cheers and keep an eye out for episode number two of Prosperity by the Pint. That's a wrap.